Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining our podcast. This is Cindy Carter and Carmela Toller bringing to you Good Life Conversation, exploring social role valorization and life-wasting prevention for people with disabilities. These conversations are for everyone. Maybe you have a disability, care for someone with a disability, or you are just curious about how people with disabilities are devalued every day right before your eyes. We can explore these topics and others during the Good Life Podcast. Welcome to the Good Life Podcast. I'm Cindy Carter. And I'm Carmela Toller. And we are thrilled to be in Chicago. We're not always on the road, but today we're in the Chicago area and we are at Project Onward. Um, Please introduce yourself and tell us about the program. Sure. I'm Nancy Gomez. I'm the executive director of Project Onward. We are a studio and gallery for adult artists with mental disabilities and mental disorders located in the Bridgeport Art Center on the south side of Chicago. Wonderful. And we also have an artist with us today. My name is Adam Elias Hines because I work for Project Onward. And in, in, I started Project Onward in 2004 because things have changed. Like they say, that was then and this is now. That says so much when you say that. that times are changing, right? And hopefully changing for the better. So today we're going to explore what is Project Onward? How did it start? What's the mission? And tell us just a little bit more, um, Nancy, if you could. Sure. Um, We started out in 2004 uh, as a program by the city of Chicago for uh, high schoolers called uh, After School Matters and then Gallery 37. And uh, what they did was bring in the high schoolers to learn about art. After the first set of high schoolers aged out of the program, Adam being one of them, the city realized that there was no place else for these artists to go. So Project Onward was um, developed and back in 2014, we decided to go to expand the program to all adults with um, mental disabilities and mental disorders. And we um, became a nonprofit and landed here at the Bridgeport Art Center with about 5,000 square feet of space where we give the artists all of their supplies, a studio space for them to create art, and then we sell the art for them and they get 50% of the profits. And the other 50% goes back into the studio. We don't charge our artists at all for anything. And uh, we're basically trying to create a career in art for the artists. Wow, That's, that sounds fabulous. Yeah, it's, it's great to be here. So how long have you been with the project? I came in as a volunteer. Um, my nephew, Louis DeMarco, uh, was an artist here. And when the uh, organization moved to Bridgeport, I lived here. And my sister called me up and said, would you like to volunteer? And I said, absolutely. So I came in as a volunteer, then went on uh, to be a board member, worked with the financials of the corporation. And uh, in 2018, they needed a new executive director, and I stepped into the role. That's great. You know, I don't like um, today or not a video podcast because we are surrounded by some outstanding art that our audience cannot see. So um, we'll just have to 
especially when we talk with Adam, you'll have to kind of describe your art and what it looks like. But the prices of the art are fascinating. So I've seen different artwork where the pricing is kind of token pricing. It's not based on the, the skill level of the artist. So tell us about how someone would get into Project Onward. Are you going to teach them how to do art or they already need to be an artist with a voice? They already need to be an artist with a portfolio. Um, they, we do not teach art. We will facilitate. Our employees are actually called facilitators that work directly with the artist. They help them get their supplies. They um, may sit with an artist if they need to have someone uh, attend them um, and, and just give criticism and advice about what they want to do. If an artist wants to learn something new, we may pair them with somebody who's a volunteer. Uh, say, for instance, an artist wants to be a portrait artist because they see that other artists are making money doing it. And they decide, you know, oh, hey, I'd like to make some money too and learn how to do that. So we'll tell them, oh, create a portrait, do a portrait of this person or that person, and we'll look at it and tell you, you know, what, where it can be enhanced or find out how to make it better. And uh, because they're artists, they pick up right away. They then become a portrait artist as well. So, but we, most of our, uh, in fact, all of our um, employees have a background in art, usually from the School of the Art Institute. And then uh, so do our volunteers. Our interns come from School of the Art Institute or Adler um, or the, any of the universities that have uh, art programs. That's great. Adam, can you tell us about your art? I'm looking at one of your pieces right now, the North American Birds. But you have a very unique look. Like when I look around this room, I know exactly which pieces are Adam's. Can you tell us what, what's, what's your artwork? What does it look like? And, and, and why do you do art that way? Sure, I love to tell you. I did not one, not two, but three artwork pieces because there's one over there, one in back of me, and the other is right there. The 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 pieces I masterpiece I create is called Excess with Wings. That's the first one. In back of me, it's called the North American Birds, and then the third one right behind the wall, it's called the world's number one busiest airports because it's all about flying. Yes. So Project Onward has a gallery where you can buy art. And so the theme this month, is that right? Is Yes. Just like just like just like last month of July, because we have an event here. Just because each and every time there's some more events we, we create for Project Onward, the more our, the more our fans are going to be be happy to to see what we're they can come in and check out our artworks and see what it really looks like when there's an event coming for in the future for, for years to come. And just to help our listeners, um, Adam's art is categories within the area. So, so like I'm looking at the North American birds and he has drawn and also identified all these different types of birds within the same portrait, right? So um, do you have to do research when you think about I'm going to do birds? Do you research all these birds, or or how do you come up with that style? Well, to be, I have some, I have some insistence to that could help me do do the research, do research such as, besides Nancy, there's there's Michelle and Wendy because if I have a little trouble with doing a research about about each and every detail, maybe I could get help, 
I can get a little help from them. So, and together we can work the whole whole detail out. And do, how do you do? Is that pencil first, and then what? What are the mediums that you're using in your portrait? That's correct. I start with pencil first, and then I'll do the the, the color, colored pencil with, with different each different color of of the background because I start first. I trace it with pencil, then I use color pencil, then then and then I use the a pencil again to to to, to, to name the title of that masterpiece. No matter what, I can. Uh, there's no doubt on my mind that I can work work the whole thing out because art takes a lot of courage. Because I want to be able to encourage myself to do every masterpiece and every detail that I can really create for all the whole wide world, for all the world to see. That is fabulous. Wow. How long have you been here? 18 years since 2004. Going from from legend to icon, and then when the year twenty two more years later, in the year twenty twenty four, I'll be future Hall of Famer, three in a row. Whoa! All right, well said, sir. Well said. Adam Adam has a lot of goals. <laughs> well, even in this gallery, he's got three exhibits up. Where I see some artists just have like one. Yes, uh, Adam comes in and um, gets right to work sits down at his space and just continues to make art. Uh, And then he'll take a break, and then he'll take his lunch, and then he'll take maybe another break. But he works until 5 o'clock, and then he goes home. He will get up, like he said, he'll get up and he'll talk to uh, the facilitators or the managers and ask them to get him uh, some photos of birds or places. And uh, then he'll look at those and then create his own artwork with it. He's very highly collectible. He has uh, people who come from all over the world who will buy his artwork. Well, that was my next question to you or to Adam. How The idea here is that you make a, a, an honest living with your art, selling your art. So how does that work for you? Does it work? Yes, uh, yes of course it works because I wanted to make, a, make it a dream come true, just like Walt Disney says. Okay, so your art sells. Yes, because I do it for for all my four wife fans from around the world because they love me and they even adore me too. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. Nancy, that's exactly what the, the organization wants to have happen, right? Absolutely. Uh, creating the career for the artists is our number one goal. We uh, strive to take the artwork to various galleries around uh, right now, we're in Baltimore um, and Boston. Uh, Adam has artwork at the Visionary Museum in Baltimore. Getting the art into, again, galleries and collectors and into museums is uh, very important for an artist's uh, resume. And I always say that if Project Onward wasn't here, uh, these artists should be able to hold their own against any other artist uh, that doesn't have a disability. And how do people in Chicago and surrounding areas, how do they get to see the artwork? We are everywhere. Um, you know, we'll, we'll go to the opening of an envelope. We will. <laughs> we are at fairs um, in the Chicago area, like Sundays on State. Uh, next, sun, uh, next weekend, we have an exhibition at Epiphany for the Arts. Um, we um, 
have an exhibition here every third Friday. We're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we have an extensive mailing address, uh, mailing address. Uh, system where we just tell everybody where we're going to be and we have a lot of people come to see us that's great so so they have the ability to to go to events can they also purchase it online yes we have an online store and uh frankly covid was a blessing in disguise for us because when we went home uh we immediately started placing a lot of artwork online and then broadcasting it out telling people you know that it was there and you know surprise surprise we just started getting sales it was unbelievable we have sales from every continent in the world yes it's well, except for like you know there's a couple that we don't but i mean seriously yeah it's it's yeah it it was just amazing i was just so thrilled because then when we did come back to the uh studio it's um you know, we're able to sell straight out to customers and, and the sales continue online as well. We're also going to Paris this uh, next month. Uh, we're t- yes, the Paris Outsider Art Show um, is in September and uh, we applied. So we have a booth there and uh, we're going to be going out to show our uh, four of our artists there. That's incredible. Yes, this is incredible. It just continues to grow and influence and impact the community and the world at this point. You had mentioned also when we were here on a previous visit about artists in residency. Can you tell us about that? Yes, we are just finishing up our second week of that. Uh, we were lucky enough to be uh, to get some property donated to us in Sheboygan, Wisconsin where um, luckily the Kohler Museum is. And so when we received that, um, I decided that we would start a residency program for Project Onward. And I'm hoping that it spreads and it becomes something where uh, artists from anywhere could apply to become an artist in residence. Uh, They would be, they would have... um, mental disorders or developmental disabilities. There are residencies everywhere for artists. Every museum has a residency. They're usually very prestigious, something that you really want on your resume. But there, I, I looked, I don't know, I haven't seen any others that are for people with disabilities. So this is the first one of its kind. And I'm hoping that in the future, like I said, I'm hoping that it grows. But the artists that uh, went last week. They attended workshops, ceramic workshops. Artists from the area there, they went to various museums and they're right on the lake. They had the beachfront right there. So they had a lot of fun. <laughs> Great. Wow. That sounds like the good life, doesn't it, it Cindy? It does, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Inclusion for all. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. and the ability to to have um, critiques, whether you take the critique or not. Um, as an artist, just develop your your medium, to develop your, your voice and in, in art is, is a wonderful gift. That's what it actually is for. I told the artist, you know, it's not a vacation, although, you know, there's going to be a lot of free time, but your, your job is to go there and be inspired by your surroundings and learn from the workshops try out other mediums, other ways of making artwork. So when you come back, your art improves 
some way, shape, or form. And I, just from the artwork that I've seen them making out there in the last week, that's definitely going to happen. So now the other artists are seeing what's actually happening, and they really want to be involved with that. But, you know, you have to earn it. You have to create art. You have to... Um, we have to be able to sell your art. So when we give them constructive criticism, they should take it, you know, so that it could get sold. I'm not sure uh, we might have mentioned this, but kind of thinking along the lines of how a person um, can come here and become an artist, what that process is, that application process, and are you at capacity right now? No, we're not actually at capacity. We're, we have 55 artists, and we're opening up the Ceramic Center on another floor, which is going to house, you know, it, for the first year, a uh, minimum of 10 more artists. We then opened up another 900-square-foot uh, space here. Uh, so we've added uh, some artists, and we have some artists in the wings right now coming in. Artists find out about us through their schools or through um, social workers, um, or just they happen to see us at one of the fairs and somebody talks about us. Then they go online and they can uh, fill, out a, uh, fill out a form and attach their resume to it. Then we look at it, call them up, they come in. Uh, there's an in-person interview with them and um, we see if it's a good fit, whether they want to work with us and whether we want to work with them. Um, they have to be able to be social and work with others. That being said, you know, when they first come in, their first three months, they're placed at a center table uh, working right next to other artists that are brand new to the program so that we can watch them and make sure that everything is working out okay. Um, and then after three months, uh, they sign a contract with us and uh, the contract basically says, you know, that you have to follow certain rules and they're here for life. No one ever leaves. They, they leave if they uh, get sick and have to go to a nursing home or if they um, have to move out of the state for whatever reason. Uh, that's the only reason. We had an artist retire at 70, but we now have an artist at 79. Wow. 79. Okay. 79, yeah. yeah Our youngest leave. is 23. Uh, they have to be at least 18. Um, and it's a mixture of gals and guys. And... Um, everybody's uh, social and everybody's friendly with everybody. I always say we're like a family. I know a lot of places actually say that, but if you go on our um, website and you look at our Giving Tuesday video of our artists or um, any of the interviews that we have with our artists, uh, that's also online. Uh, we've interviewed mostly all of the artists about Project Onward and their art and how they make their art and what their likes are, what other issues, I mean, what other um, things that they're into. Uh, like Adam here is in a band. Uh, the Project Onward, well, it's not the Project Onward band. Adam, tell them about the band. Well, we have not one but two bands, one for then and one for now. The, the first one band is called DHF Express. Besides myself, there's Louis DeMarco and then David Holt. And later enter, I decided to let him join the band because there's two brothers, Frost brothers, Andrew and James Frost, which they are terrific. And and the second one is Lightning Speed with Alex and Jeff. They're, they're two greats. That's for the now. Because together, we're going to put the whole entourage together because 
unlike last two, two, two months ago, we had our first karaoke party, one for this year as well as last year, because we had to keep keep our fans on their edge, keep the crowds on the edge of their seat because they really got to have a good time. So do you play an instrument or you, you sing? Or Yes, I do. I sing because in the past, DHF first because I pl- used to play the tambourine while I was performing because we had certain, sh- we go to sh- every Chicago gig, concert gig all around the Chicago area, even the suburbs too. For instance, it's like before our, for one night only, we went to Everston Spaces on Chicago Dempster. It was great. It was back in September 25th, 2011, which was 11 years ago. And then back to the Chicago era, that we played at Uncommon Ground, into an art gallery, even Access Living, because it was great. And then we even played at Cafe Bocce. Used to play at Cafe Bocce on Franklin Franklin Wacker, because on this on the upper Wackers Drive near 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 the Chicago Merchandise Mart. Because everywhere we go these days, it was wonderful, and including the hideout. So is it one kind of music or all kinds of music? We play different musics because we have the lyrics. We have the Frost Brothers has brought their their instruments with, with along with their lyrics because we, for, we had to rehearse first and then we pulled the whole thing off. For, this is for all the fans and, and the crowds out there who they come out to hear us perform. We even played at the Daily Plaza over there for the first time with Robert Lentz because Robert Lentz, he's the only guy he could, he got everything under control because he was, he's the greatest guy because he had to, he had the whole thing together for, for each and every concert game we go to when the time comes. After we finish work, work working in the space for both the Chicago Cultural Center and right here at Bridgeboro Center. It's all a back and forth situation. Wow. Well, thank you for that explanation. Seems like you really love it. Of course, because and someday we might do 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 a little tour, do do each and every tour for for North America and the world, going from January through December. We, and even we might be on beyond tele, national television and and on tour as well. It's gonna be a wonderful big experience for years to come. Right. So multifaceted artists. Yes. 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 Okay. Wow. So, Adam, if you wanted to tell this audience what your art means to you what what would you share how would you explain your art and, and why they should be looking at you as an artist and some artwork that they would want to purchase okay to me when I have something to say to my artists and I will say to them this is one of my creative masterpieces that I created because I want to, to, to show the world how I, how much that I can create everything that I can possibly plan to put the whole detail together. Mm-hmm. So your art kind of pulls everything together. Yes. So, and I'm looking at a different one, the world's number one busiest airline. So it's got all the different airline carriers and all the different experiences that you have when you're at an airline, um, being at the airport, a lot of detail. I, I, how much time goes into making one? of your creations because after I take a lunch break then I had to go back and sit down to 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 fit to fish thing one by one because it took it took took me either minutes or hours to to to, to finish creating it one by one before I start creating another masterpiece so there's a lot of time and effort that goes into that's correct writing that and a lot of detail that's correct Again, I, I don't like video podcasts, but it would be good today because the artwork here is incredible. It's amazing. Yes. We need to emphasize um, Project Onward is nonprofit, correct? Yes, we're a nonprofit. 
Um, so people, can they donate to you? Oh, absolutely. That's how we exist. Um, we do get grants. Um, we just received a grant from the city of Chicago, which was really helpful. Um, but donations is how we actually uh, exist. And what is, your, what is the contact information? If they wanted more information about Project Onward, either to be, to be maybe in, um, interested as an artist to apply or to donate or to look for artwork, where would they go? Uh, to www.projectonward.org. Um, on there, you'll be able to donate uh, through PayPal or through your major credit card. You can send a check into uh, Project Onward. We are at 1200 West 35th Street. You can uh, call us up and talk to the front desk at 773-940-2992. Come to visit us. That's the best thing, is just to come to see the art. And what are the studio hours? Can I just come in or I have to make a reservation? What, what does that look like for the public? You can just come in. We are open from Monday through Saturday. However, on Mondays and Tuesdays, it's just staff. On Wednesdays through Saturday, it's uh, the artists are here, and that's the best time to actually come because the artists just love to interact with people who want to talk about their art, and they like to show off their art and talk about how they created it. They're here from 11 to 5. And we saw that, Carmela, on our last visit, where we were looking at some art pieces, and one of the gentlemen got more art out because he saw that we had stopped at his particular area and he was like let me tell you some of these older pieces that I've made as well um, just to improve your selection and I think that's part of being an artist is being able to sell your product and tell the story why am I doing um, whether you're doing water towers or, or why are you doing the art that you do and I think Project Unword is obviously helping them um, develop that voice and that story right learn that whole other, other part of it because um, we know that a lot of artists struggle to sell their art. They, they keep a lot of it and, and they, they want to sell it but they, they don't learn to do that part of it. And uh, no, they, You know what, the best job in this place is on payday. Handing out the checks is the most rewarding day. I loved it. I, I let everybody else do it now but um, that w- uh, used to be my job, and I just I couldn't wait for payday because everybody is so happy to get a paycheck. Right. It's rewarding. Right, right. So, again, look out for uh, Project Onward. If you're in the Chicago area, stop by and see Adam and Nancy and the other artists here. Visit them online. Um, again, if you could give the contact information for Project Onward. Yes, we're at www.projectonward.org, or you can find us at 1200 West 35th Street, uh, fourth floor and um, online or um, through Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Excellent. Thank you so much, Adam and Nancy, for this conversation. We love that you're supporting the, the good life for all. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Thank you. We want to thank you for joining the Good Life Conversation podcast. For additional information about today's topic, contact Carmela or Cindy at goodlife at L-E-L-H-S dot com. The, the conversation, conversation for, for a good life, life for all starts with you. you.